I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. How's it going, Ben? Hey, Noah. How are you doing? I'm fine. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I know you were a little sick, right? Yeah, I'm fine now. <laughs> but I spent the last two weeks in bed, basically. I had a, had a fever called the flu which was oh. not very fun because it was still pretty hot outside here but i had to stay in bed all day so wanted um, to be outside but you couldn't be outside oh yeah <laughs> i would have loved to be outside or work on the product more than i than i did actually uh, but it was just not possible <laughs> yeah um so uh yeah what did what little were you able to do if any uh narrower uh yeah i did i did two things basically um one of them was the the follower thing it still had a little bug which i fixed and the other one was i i'm not sure did we talk about that i I wrote this little thing which sends out um something like an email digest to people so they will get the the best three links of the week uh, to the inbox Um, yeah you mentioned that you were start that was like something you were working on i think last episode yeah and i actually finished that and um messed up the cron job so it didn't send the first week um (laughs) and there was an error so only five people received the first one um it was kind of fun because you could see that two of them were not active for an entire week but after they got the digest they uh, they came back so uh, that was pretty yeah. nice to see because it that's basically what I wanted to accomplish with it, right? Have people come back because they're reminded, hey, Nero is still there. And you can you can go there, check it out and, and post something. And that totally worked out. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. So like, were those people uh, users that had at least used it somewhat or they just kind of like created an account and then hardly did anything with it? Yeah, one of them was like, he shared like one link and um, then basically it, it dropped off, like dropped dead. Um, but he came back after the email, so it might have really been the case that he just like he tried it out, then forgot about it, and now that he got reminded of it, um, s- started using it again. So that's pretty good. Um, and another interesting thing is that I, I added this little um, not very obtrusive uh, alert thing, uh, which which is on the very bottom right when you when you sign in. Um, you don't see it when you when you first log in, but uh, starting with a second login, you can either dismiss it or sign up there directly. And um, mm. b- basically, 99% of the new users all signed up for it right away. <laughs> so that's a good thing as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's interesting that you didn't... I mean, this is what I think most companies would do, is just automatically sign up users for the digest, automatically start emailing and stuff. So what was your decision behind that? Yeah, I'm trying to go with the respect the user <laughs> approach again with that. Uh-huh. Um, so that the emails they don't consider they don't contain anything that tracks the users. I don't know how many people actually read the digest. Um, uh-huh. y- you you can um, I'm, I'm sending the mails with SendGrid and you can basically turn all of that off, uh, so that there is no tracking oh, involved nice. at all. Um, and um, yeah, I was just I was just thinking let let people opt in like you would with newsletters as well. Um, and it, it kind of worked out so far. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty cool idea. Maybe they'll just, you know, the majority of people will sign up that we're going to actually look at it anyways. Plus, they, maybe they'll like like narrower better for it or they'll, they'll appreciate that and want to support what you're doing more maybe because of it. So, that, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. 
that's that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> so yeah. let's let's see if that if that trend keeps the keeps up. Um, I had yeah. like even though I was not working on it a lot, I had twenty signups in the last one and a half or two weeks. Nice. That's that's pretty good, I think, pretty solid because um, I'm I'm usually trying to <laughs> to to talk to somebody at least on Twitter or something um, about it every day, and I totally dropped that while I was sick. Um, but yeah, I was I was yeah. kind of impressed that people still signed up and came <laughs> came to the set from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. So someone someone's talking about it either on Twitter yeah. or users that are currently using it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to ask about mm-hmm. uh, SendGrid. Have you used that before for sending out emails and stuff? I did not actually. It's the first time, um, but it has been working pretty good so far. I'm not. I'm not super convinced that everybody is actually receiving the emails because you know I turned off the the read tracking, right? So I don't know if it's going to uh. the spam folder. <laughs> so, yeah. SendGrid's just like, <laughs> oh, he he turned off analytics. We just don't have to do anything now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I just I just can't know it, right? Um, but I did sign up for Nero with two of my personal addresses as well, of course, and I know that they both received it right away, and I didn't oh, do anything for it, so I didn't whitelist them or anything. So it, sh- it should be working. Um, I could also, from the from the five people that received the first one, I could actually talk to them and ask them if they received it. I, pr- I probably should do that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. How is there like a free tier on SendGrid or how exp- what's the pricing for that? Uh, yeah, there is a free tier. Let me just look it up real quick. I know that you have up to, I think it's actually 10,000 emails per month that are free if you sign up. Um, however, okay. if you upgrade, there are some. Oh yeah, it says actually forty thousand emails for thirty days. That's a lot. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. w- way more than I need right now. Um, and you can actually pay um, for having a dedicated IP address and stuff like that, which makes the deliverability of your emails even better. I think that's a good point to actually spend money on. Um, I haven't done it yet, but I think that's something I will do eventually. Um, plus, yeah. I think the the f- the first plan they offer isn't that expensive. It's like ten or fifteen bucks per month. Um, yeah, and you get even more emails and all of the other features, and you get better deliverability overall, I guess. So yeah, that's something I'll probably do um, if the digest gets some good feedback. Yeah, nice. Yeah, with Coffee Pass in the past, we use Sales Handy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that one, and it seems to be kind of like a cheaper one for email marketing stuff. But we've pretty much had a pretty bad experience with it overall. Oh, why? Like we just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we just have to. Uh, we've had I don't know four or five, probably yeah, five times that we've had to contact support because we were having issues and they mm-hmm. had to help fix something. So it was just kind of frustrating. But yeah, I would if I was gonna start, you know, a new list uh, emailing list and stuff i would look for something else so yeah this looks pretty interesting looks like it could be good yeah so. there, i mean there's a ton of those providers right Mailchimp oh there's so many the, yeah <laughs> actually hard ton. to pick a good one <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice um let's see so what's kind of your your up your next plans and stuff with Nero? how are you thinking about things how are you feeling about where it's going um the so- feedback you're getting yeah, so right now I am very happy that people are still using it um, <laughs> because I haven't been using it for a week and a half. Um, and I, I, w- I was a little afraid that it might just drop dead, you know, like nobody's posting anything because I'm not out there promoting it. 
um mm-hmm. so i'm very happy that 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 this did not happen um yeah that's good and i'm mm, right now looking into the actual ios and android app a little more and i'm just going to put it out there i want to get it done <laughs> um during the month of october and then release it in november um so yeah that's so, basically two okay. months two months from wow, now that's um, that is pretty quick are you are you planning to do that like natively or how are you planning to do oh, I'm actually like program it actually going very old school with that using cordova and then just um i'm not actually super sure i'm i started building it with just uh, vanilla javascript and i might actually keep it that way <laughs> Yeah, so Cordova, so the, would that allow that would allow you to kind of reuse a lot that you've already built, yeah, right? Yeah, almost everything. <laughs> yeah, okay, that, I mean, that seems like a pretty good idea then. Because then, yeah, you're just reusing everything you built, throwing it basically in like a web view yeah, exactly. using Cordova, and you're kind of good to go. I mean, I, yeah, I was going to... Yeah. Go I ahead. was going to ask, like, uh, I don't know, like, why do you think ios android is like the next step um i mean because you're obviously still pretty early in narrower and uh, like you know ios android is kind of almost like another project like it's another thing to build out um so i was just curious why you're thinking that was the next thing yeah that's a good question actually i think that a lot of the traffic that i receive right now i can't prove it but i know from from emails i've got um that a lot of people are actually using the site from mobile. Um, Mm. And so that's, I mean, given that, that's a very, very intuitive next step to just uh, offer them the the app. And um, Mm -hmm. when I think about how I use it, and that's, I know that's not a very (laughs) convincing argument, but um, if if you think how how you share or where you you find stuff that you actually want to save or share, I mean, most of the time we're not on a desktop computer when we find interesting links, right? We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we're most of the time using it through our phones. And um, if you've got the app on there and you can actually share it through the app, like, you know, um, just like you share other stuff on your, I don't know if you're using an iPhone, you get this this little dialogue which says share and then you just get the options um, sent via email or Twitter or whatever, or save to pocket is is pretty similar actually. and that's yeah. something I want to build so that you can basically click share on narrower and then um, uh, yeah, then it just gets there um, because you're already logged in. Should just work. Uh, it just makes it easier for people um, who are using who are finding interesting stuff uh, through their phones, which I believe is the majority of people right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. Like, probably the majority. I could see like the majority of people using it would want to use it on their phones that's probably where most people are reading blogs and stuff um yeah and so yeah i think definitely it's something you want to build out i'm just thinking um i guess one of the things i've kind of learned is that you want to try to validate as much as you can without building as like building with building (laughs) like the least amount that you can because obviously like building takes the longest time uh, a lot of times in products it's like if there's something that you want to try out or like test or like figure out to kind of validate if this is going to work or what's kind of the next thing like doing it in a way that doesn't require building as much like i think is probably like a good way to go um 
Yeah, I get, I get where no, you're I coming can... from. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, because I'm now basically spending another month just developing the app, right? And there is still no guarantee that if we op or if I open it to the public, uh, that it's actually going to stick, right? So the app might be right. in vain. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> right. And then I'll, I also know, like, it's also hard for, you know, people like us, like developers, like what we want to do is just like build. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I finished the web app. I want to build the mobile app now. Like that makes sense. And it's kind of like, it's fun. It's it's what we enjoy doing. So it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm like wondering, like, what are other directions you could go that could maybe be better? I don't know if it'd be like a marketing kind of thing or I don't know, testing some like marketing channels to kind of see... Or maybe just kind of learn like maybe um, something about narrower isn't or should be changed or like maybe something users don't like. I don't know. It's hard to tell um, or know what that is. Obviously, you would know better. But yeah, I'm just curious like if there's another direction. Um, I'm not s saying necessarily that you shouldn't do the mobile or anything like that. <laughs> just it's just an no, idea or just something good to think about i guess i think it's a very good idea though um especially just thinking about it <laughs> um uh, because I, I i feel that marketing is something that i totally need to improve on upon um actually from the beginning because i'm just bad at it um what i want to do in the same time actually is is kind of building a little microsite that informs people about ways that others have approached their social media diet which is kind of a thing right now apparently where people try to reduce their um their time using social media and stuff like that right um yeah which which is kind of a good fit for narrow because it 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 forces you to reduce uh <laughs> you know you just you just get to share one link and you you only get as many links as the people you follow right so that's kind of the same niche basically and um so i want to build this little site that informs people about ways of um of how others do this and then kind of slightly tell them about hey we can also all together build platforms that are basically friendly to human beings instead of just um trying to keep you keep you on your screen right yeah yeah i like that idea like basically making like posts telling stories or tips on like how you can you know live a life that's not as distracting and yeah social media everywhere and i mean i could see like you could even like get stories from actual people or i don't know that could be really interesting yeah that's a good mm -hmm. idea also um de definitely yes um it's I, i'm not sure if i want to call it content marketing but that's kind of what i feel that it is right because you're, you're talking about the product but that's not the main thing you're actually doing you're basically telling people about the topic and um getting them informed so you're giving them something of of worth to them i hope <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully hmm sweet so yeah let's let's just see if i can get that done in the same time frame that would be pretty awesome um however the 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 initial thought uh, just to just come back to that for a second um that i don't waste too much time is definitely a valid one <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely something to think about and kind of just what's the priority? Like, what's the thing that matters the most to getting narrower, I guess, to the next level or figuring out some questions that you still have about it? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. even just like doing a survey or feedback uh, from users, like doing something like that could be a good next step to like understanding how people are using it, what they like about it and like 
yeah i don't know yeah that's that's right and actually you know we we talked about it last time i remember that um that i want kind of want to focus more on social and i actually talked to i think it was eight or nine people about that and um i totally forgot to (laughs) to mention that um but but yeah and it was it was kind of funny because almost all of them said the same thing they would they they wouldn't be bothered by comments but they were also not the person to to comment (laughs) so Mm. so it was like so, so i was like yeah i see the value in it but be careful about it and i would not be the person to comment <laughs> so mm-hmm. basically basically just always the same answer so i'm not sure how to think about that <laughs> yeah interesting huh definitely some exploring that could go on there yeah but I, I probably should also talk to more people about it than just eight or or 10 maybe just double that and see if if it's still the same thing for everybody then you know then it's it might be the same opinion and might just might be worth following that for a while um, yeah uh, nice but yeah. Well, that's 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 good um obviously you're sick and stuff but still you get, you figure out some more things and have some some good updates and stuff so that's cool yeah still got stuff to do that's uh <laughs> not <Always. that> boring <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's it from Nero. What uh, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, so um, I haven't been working a ton on side project kind of stuff. Um, I have a little bit uh, for Snooze You Lose to update on. Mm-hmm. So basically, I spent like probably two days uh, fix, fixing and updating um, basically just like Stripe, Stripe credit cards so that that actually works. Um and so we kind of like relaunched that um and we we have 40 users now Mm -hmm. um but we still had even after that there was like some weird problems and to be honest i kind of lost some motivation with snooze you lose like i don't think it's it's definitely not like a long-term project basically um i mean it was a fun project we got some people interested about it um, I don't think it really makes sense long term to keep working on it. Um, but like, it was just kind of interesting to see what these initial users were thinking about it and, and, and if it was useful to them. But I mean, there's still like a couple of problems <laughs> that makes it not completely work. And so that's where it's like the motivation of like, okay, if I'm not going to see this being long term, like, do I even want to like spend that little time <laughs> to fix things <laughs> oh yeah i get it but i i think that's not even I, I don't think that's a bad thing though right because you you entered the entire live stream thing and you you approached it uh, with the mindset of let's see if it sticks and if it doesn't that's not a big deal right so if right if now you feel that you you don't have the motivation to work on it i don't think that's a big deal right one cool really cool thing that came of it though is i did like a blog post about basically the whole experience of the live stream and building oh, yeah. something 24 hours <laughs> yeah and and that like i shared that on twitter and that went pretty well like a lot of people really liked that um and a lot of people shared it so that was really cool and then i actually had someone from product hunt like a product hunt i think they call it like makers or uh-huh. it's basically their blog of like stories and stuff mm-hmm. they some uh, an editor from product hunt reached out and wanted to basically share my story on product hunt so i don't know exactly what's happening with that they might it might be like an interview format thing but that could be really cool that sounds Um, awesome (laughs) yeah so we'll see what happens with that so that could just be kind of a fun thing um 
So yeah, that was the cool thing that came from it. But other than that, I don't really have um, any new things from Snooze You Lose. I mean, one of the thing, main things I learned for sure, um, well, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to necessarily transfer this to any other project, but at least with Snooze You Lose, um, because we had that issue where on our initial launch, people couldn't add their credit card when they initially signed up. Yeah. We had to then ask later for their credit card and not many people gave us their credit card who had already signed up. Oh yeah. And so <laughs> like there was a big drop off. And so I mean I think that kind of kind of you know it kind of shows that they <laughs> found that it wasn't that useful but also um just the idea that if we did have the credit card initially like I think we would have gotten them to probably put it in because they already went through the whole sign up process like the credit card is probably uh-huh, the, yeah, yeah. not that hard to do so just like having a yeah. secondary pass of like having to ask for credit cards definitely will drop some people so that was kind of interesting to see that for sure oh yeah i can imagine that and also it, it kind of shows how critical the, <laughs> the entire payment thing is right because it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't sure. need to tell you <laughs> you, just, you just realized that <laughs> the hard way oh. yep yeah definitely so yeah, other than that um i've been i mean this is i mean still kind of like the indie hacker life like i'm work i'm looking for a job you know, you have to be stable on the one hand to be able to bootstrap yeah. and stuff. So I have spent a ton of time looking for jobs um, and applying to jobs that I've started doing now. So I've been interviewing with multiple different companies, mm-hmm. um, all in the Seattle area. So Seattle, Washington in the U.S. is where, you know, I'm looking to move. So applying to everyone there. Um, and so two jobs so far have gone far enough to where I, I have an on-site with them. So that's mm. really cool. So they're gonna fly me out there. One is Vizio, so like the TV company. Um, and so that would be like a iOS mobile application job. Uh-huh. And then the other one is a startup called Tomorrow. That It's a really cool company. I'm really excited about this one, uh, more so than Vizio. Um, but Tomorrow makes it really easy for families to sign up for a will um, so they can Basically, like 60% of families don't have a will. And so they're trying to make it like as easy as possible for people to get a will and make it, you know, not near as expensive and just a lot simpler. So like you can download their app and, and in like 20 minutes have like your will set up. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm German and you kind of have to explain to me what will is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a first for us, I but I don't, know I don't know what that is. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. No, I mean, this is good because, I mean, there's other people probably don't know. Uh, I guess in the U.S. at least, I figured it was something, you probably have something similar, I would guess. Basically, it's like a legal document that says what will happen with all of your possessions and family and, like, kids if you die, Ah, okay. Okay, so it's your last will, basically. Oh, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was assuming that, but I (laughs) I thought I better ask. (laughs) See, I mean, I I like the kind of the mission of the company that's, you know, basically to help families um, prepare for the future. And I mean, that's really important. That's a pretty cool idea, actually. Yeah. So like their will is free to like sign up and just make a will. But then they have other legal documents that also, you know, help with the future that you have to have like their premium version. So I think that's how they make money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh, Going to be interviewing in person with those companies next week, and then we'll see what happens from there. 
So yeah. Sounds good. Um, any more on sites lined up so far? So no, I'm I'm in the middle of a couple interview processes with different companies, but I haven't gotten to the on-site yet. Um, a lot of them have like five interviews or I don't know, it's different for everyone, but there are a couple interviews like in between like remotely and stuff. But yeah, those are just the two that have on-site ones All scheduled. Right. So, so yeah. let's hope that, let's just hope for the best. <laughs> yep, yep. So I, I don't really have much else. So I was thinking that we could um, jump into a question that we've been wanting to talk about because I think yeah. we're both probably dealing with this. Yeah, that's and <laughs> that question is like, how do we manage time when we're busy? Yeah, well, let's go. Should I go first? I wrote, I just wrote down three, <laughs> three very small things because I'm actually I'm very bad at managing my time. I think when I'm busy. Um, uh huh. So what I did, I already th said that on the podcast. I think is that I that I'm not working my day job on Fridays, right? So I think that was mm -hmm. that was a, <laughs> that was a brilliant idea, <laughs> um, because it just gives me the time to work on narrow or other projects every week, and I I kind of know that even though I don't get any time or any any time slot to work on it during the week, I can always rely on my Friday. That's uh, it, it. Kind of also relieves me from the from worrying about not not putting enough work in right um mm -hmm. so that was a good idea i think um apart from that i'm sometimes trying to work on the uh, on the project in the evening um j just when you know my people are going to bed or something um trying to put in another another hour or half an hour um just get some work done there and um you know, managing time also for me kind of means what what I'm working on, and um, just to tackle that a little bit, I'm kind of keeping a very loose backlog, so I always know what's important to work on next or what I want to work on next. Um, but there's no no real backlog for me though. I know. Do you um, do you keep any of those? Do, do you keep a backlog? Um. So like for Coffee Pass, we had a r pretty big backlog. Mm -hmm. Um, but we kind of had like a a trash backlog of like things that we didn't ever look at <laughs> so i think it almost just felt good to like oh in case we ever want to do this sometime in the future i'm just writing it down but then i'll add it to this list that i'll never look at <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's a good way of time yeah, think, management just put it there and it's gone <laughs> yeah i mean i think we could have <laughs> could do that better like um i know like Basecamp, they've been kind of promoting this thing recently I've heard about, maybe you've seen too, is like yeah. basically just not having a backlog at all. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a good idea. Yeah, me too. I, I'm kind of afraid that I would lose <laughs> you know, I would lose the, the the bigger picture and not know what I would be working on next. So that's why I keep mm -hmm. a very loose backlog. Um, but but I don't go into details with it, you know. I'm just, I just know that I want to work on the app and that's it. Um, I, I don't make any plans on which day I should be working on what or which week. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, apart from that, um, coming back to the original question, managing time when you're busy, um, how do you do it? <laughs> how do you do it right now? I mean, you're looking for a job and... Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm definitely in a different stage right now. Like, I'm kind of like letting myself be not as productive <laughs> like because i i kind of want to enjoy <laughs> this time of like it's not it's not normal that you don't have a job 
um, and not like, you know, working full time on a project. So I'm kind of like trying to enjoy uh, some like free time a little more too. So I'm, I'm definitely spending more time kind of doing the things I'm interested in doing, which is a lot of like reading, reading books, like uh, being on the internet, going through like indie hackers and different communities and stuff like that, yeah. which I probably wouldn't normally have time for, <laughs> or I would have to kind of make myself not do just because I need to be more productive or whatever. Um, yeah, so it's easy right now. Do you remember when you had a full full time day job? <laughs> yeah, so definitely something I had to do um, since I have a wife and little kid at home is to get out of the house to work. So I would go to like a coffee shop mm, or a library yeah, or something that. like that. Like I'd have to get away to be productive usually, um, and I that seemed to really help me like just in my thinking as well that like okay i'm somewhere else like now is productive time so it kind of like helps me get into that um so that definitely helped with with working and stuff another thing i was doing i read like the deep work book i forget who that's by maybe we can put that in like the show notes um, yeah. but it's called deep work um and basically just the idea of like really having productive time and also like scheduling it so that you have like periods of productive time and then like little breaks and stuff and I think what they said was that you can really only have four hours a day of like very deep work um, and so what I tried to do with that is like have like two hours of time set apart where for these two hours I'm going to really focus on the tasks that I'm working on um, and turn off all notifications like I'm not allowed to see emails or any mess text messages coming through and so I'm just really focusing during those two hours um, and that I think definitely helps with being productive um, during that that time and then you know you can take a little break afterwards um, so yeah I was even doing that with some of my like interview prep like doing interview questions and technical interview prep and just doing it within those two hour periods so that definitely seemed to help for me when i was doing that stuff yeah now that you mentioned it it's actually something i'm doing as well i just uh, didn't realize but i'm doing that on the day job whenever there is a deadline and um, i really need the time because i you know i have a phone on my desk <laughs> being a developer mm -hmm. and having a phone on your desk is it's hell um it's not fun <laughs> and don't like it yeah and so when when i have a deadline looming um I'm basically coming to work and try to work on it right away and I will uh, not even open my mail program <laughs> so I will will leave mail closed um, for at least an hour or two it's nice. kind of the same that that you do right so I just um, I, I don't even <laughs> I want to get bothered by reading those emails so I just uh, just open it afterwards um, and and sometimes I'll actually I can I can forward all the calls to the <laughs> to somebody else basically and I will do that as well when I when I really need to uh, get work done so yeah, that's definitely something I'm doing as well. Um. Yeah, another thing that reminds me of is, especially like, I don't know, like last month, like I had so many different rolling projects going. Like I had interview prep I was working for, I had snoozy lose, I had still had coffee pass stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's so like all these different like projects and things I was working on all at once. And like that was really difficult because 
yeah. think I'm very like one-minded focused. Like I like to have one thing at a time, but when I had like multiple things going at once, I think it just kind of like stressed me out more. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm the same. That wasn't good. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> that I'm was exactly good. the same way actually. And being a developer in an agency, you almost always have more than one project on your desk, right? So, um, mm -hmm. I'm kind of struggling with that as well. I'm also um, what what kind of helps me is if you if you have a set deadline and you know that one project is is due before the other one, right? Uh, so yeah. just prioritize and then on each project I just keep a list of stuff that I still need to do. And when I'm done, I literally send out the email um, to the let's let's just say I'll, I've I fixed stuff and I just send out the email to the client. So the ball is basically in their corner and they are the next ones to to make a move, right? So basically look at the look at the progress or whatever and give some feedback so i really um know that i've got it out of my way and i can just focus on the other thing <laughs> yeah. yeah it's hard i think if you have uh, multiple projects at once and especially if you then go home and have you <laughs> have your own project <laughs> yeah um, definitely yeah i feel that. yeah i'm not i'm not i definitely haven't figured out like the best way to handle that i'm not good at multitasking so i, I guess i don't really have great advice in that area but <laughs> i've experienced it <laughs> yeah best advice i can give you is take your fridays off <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice yeah i mean that is kind of what you're doing there like you're putting all of your work for one thing into one period of time one day yeah. and you're saying friday i'm not worrying about anything else except narrower and yeah, that that's really true. I know that I'm I, home alone. I don't have to take care of anything else. And I'll try to actually, if, I, if there are some chores or something around the house, I'll try to do them um, Thursday afternoon <laughs> because I know that then I'll have a more clear mind on Fridays. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Well, do you have any other thoughts or ideas before we end this one? Um, I think I'm good. We should definitely put uh, the the book you mentioned into the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And everything else we dropped if there is something. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, check out the show notes and you can check out our website, productjourney.fm. And we will see you guys next time. See you next week. Bye.